Hey, it's Emily here. Before we dive into this episode, I want to invite you to go to iheartmylife.com slash 2021. So 2021. We've put together an incredible New Year's guide for you to support you in really uncovering what worked this year, as well as plan to reach your big goals in 2021. This is completely complimentary, but it's really going to support you in getting clarity around what you want for 2021 and how to actually make it happen. One of the most important things you can do to create more success in your life and your business is to create clarity. With clarity comes so much power. So we've designed this exercise to be super fun. All you need to do is set aside about an hour to go through the questions, and it'll really set you up for so much success in 2021. So go to iheartmylife.com slash 2021 and check it out right now. Now let's get started in the episode. Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 166, our top 10 lessons from 2020, part two with James Williams. So James is my husband and business partner. He's also a certified high performance coach, and he works in all of our programs at I Heart My Life to support our incredible clients. And we're coming together today for part two of our amazing episode, summarizing all of our incredible lessons from 2020. Now, as you can imagine, we have a lot of lessons lessons because there were challenges, there were uphill battles, there were celebrations, everything happened in 2020. And I know that you feel the same. There's a lot of key things that happened for you that have changed your trajectory, made you stronger, all of the above. So today we're diving into the second half of our list. If you haven't listened to the first one, go back and listen to episode 165 first. But today we're wrapping things up with all of our incredible lessons from this year. And as always, make sure you're listening not only to be inspired, but listen for implementation. What do we share that really intrigues you or piques your curiosity or makes you think, you know what, I should really implement that. Pay attention to those feelings and those instincts and then take action. All right, let's dive in. Are you a coach looking to hit that coveted six-figure milestone? Are you looking to better understand how to map out your revenue so you actually reach your financial goals in the coming year? Do you want to get more clarity on who your ideal client is? What program is going to help you get financial wins? How to shift your mindset to become that six-figure earner? If so, keep listening. I'm hosting a brand new masterclass called How to Create a Six-Figure Coaching Business this year on January 18th, and you are invited. All you have to do is go to iheartmylife.com slash six slash figures. We'll put the link in the show notes, don't worry, but that's iheartmylife.com backslash six hyphen figures, and you'll be able to sign up for this incredible training. So we really believe that anything you desire is possible for you and meant for you. And that includes wealth and abundance. So if you want to know how to make it a reality this year, that six-figure level or even more, this training is going to show you exactly how to do that. I'm also going to take your personal questions. So you're going to want to tune in live. All right, so go ahead and sign up. iheartmylife.com slash six dash figures and make sure to save your seats. We are so excited to see you there and support you in your next level growth. The next lesson that I learned was the sooner you learn how to have difficult conversations, the better. 
And what I mean by this is not necessarily difficult conversations, like there's some sort of, um, you know, challenge there, but, but more so honest conversations. And it's not just the having of the conversation, but learning how to express what you're experiencing without blame is something that I'm working on learning at the moment. And I think is so important for those of us who are becoming leaders and running teams to just become more skilled at. And it's another thing that's not natural for me. And so I've been able to have awareness around what my natural tendencies are, which are definitely to go into blame and judgment and to be super hard on other people. And I asked my coach about this once. I asked her, you know, why do you think I'm so hard on other people? And she said, well, it's because you're hard on yourself. And so just being aware that the way that I treat myself is also how I'm going to treat other people. And so it it really all goes back to self-love, but it goes back to also having love for your team and whoever else you're having these conversations with, because ultimately the bond will the bond between you will be strengthened if there is honesty there. And if you're just, you know, putting on a show and being fake and not actually speaking your truth and going into blame and judgment or resentment, then no good can come from that. And so I've been personally challenging myself to speak honestly about, you know, my truth about what the requirements are for certain tasks or roles, but doing it in a way that's not blamey, but is actually inspiring and empowering. And, and trust me, that is not my natural tendency. I, my natural tendency is to be like, I don't have time to have this conversation, just get it done. Like, why did you do it this way? And I had to really work on shifting what that looked like and what that conversation looked like. And also channeling some bravery around speaking my truth. Because again, a lot of us just want to ignore, or we want to blame, or we want to deflect, but no good comes from that. And it really comes back to what you were saying about purpose, James. If you know your purpose, and for us, it's you know creating this incredible movement. If we know that that's the purpose, then we have to be willing to do what it takes to become the leader of the purpose. And that means having the difficult conversations. That means getting clear around boundaries, but also getting clear around expectations, like all of those key pieces that maybe we don't think about when we're first starting out. So this is this is uh, absolute gold, Emily. And I think why it's so, so important is that ultimately to be brave enough to have that difficult conversation with yourself um, is what enables you to have those difficult conversations with other people. Because at the end of the day, it takes integrity to, to recognize that, you know, we as individuals have to really show up better in order to live our purpose and um, exercise the best version of ourselves in the relationships around us that support us in that purpose, whether it be team or, or family or, or anyone else. I think it's, it's a really important subject you brought up and it's amazing. Yeah. And I just want to say one more thing about this. You know, I think that it just comes down to also learning how to be a leader. Um, and that was going to be one of my next points, but I want to kind of throw these two together and share something else as my fifth lesson. Um, but I really feel that that's, you know, a huge thing that most of us, some of us have, you know, natural leadership qualities, but it's something that we need to learn. And it's a skill set as you are growing a team and going to the next level, that's going to become even more crucial and honest conversations are part of leadership. Totally. What's your next one? Okay, so number four for me is identify your lane and stay in it. And what I mean by this, especially for me, you know, Emily and I, 
work very differently. We're different individuals. And that's why we work well together because, you know, we balance each other out. Um, but even when it comes down to processes that um, day-to-day processes, you know, the, you know, the way in which you work and the process you need, the way you're communicated with, sometimes when, you know, you're working with someone else or you're working in a team, sometimes things clash and, you know, you may work in a way that's just not working for you and then you're not effective. It, one lesson I've learned this year is to really identify your lane of effectiveness. And this kind of partners up with, you know, my second uh, lesson, identifying your qualities for showing up at your best. Identifying your lane is really, you know, how, what do I need to, to be able to effectively execute this task or this conversation or this system in a way that is going to be excellent? Because it's not always the same as other people do it. And I think that quite often we fall prey to assuming we have to do things the same way other people do them. Uh, we see this all the time with the, you know, the amazing entrepreneurs that we serve and how they make decisions in their business. They see how other people are doing things and they assume they've got to do it the same way. And for some reason, it just doesn't work. When you identify what feels congruent to you, um, if as long as you're, you know, as long as you're producing something with excellence at the time that you want to produce it, how you do it. Uh, is really it's something you get to play with um, and really how we run our days is the same way. And so, you know, when it comes to a process, your schedule, your boundaries, find your lane and stay in it. Um, and this allows you to do what Emily spoke about right at the beginning, simplify that process um, and aim for excellence, not quantity. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. And I really watched you um, accept who you are and what you desire personally and professionally this year. And that's been really inspirational. And I think, you know, deep down, we always know what it is that we actually want and what feels aligned for us, but we can get so sucked into what other people are doing or what we think we should be doing or what our parents told us we need to do or be. And it really takes us off path. And one of the things I think people can do to really check in is just ask yourself, am I in alignment? And what it comes down to is, am I happy? Do I feel like I'm being fulfilled? Is this what I really want to do? And just ask the difficult questions and be willing to be honest with yourself about what the truth is. Because if we're not in alignment, things won't work as smoothly. It won't feel good. There will be some telltale signs and ultimately your results won't be what you want them to be. So I think that's really important. Yeah, it's a great one. What's your next one then, Emily? So my final one that I literally just changed <laughs> is that planning is everything. And I know that sounds really dramatic. So I'm going to break it down a little bit for everyone here. So what I realized very quickly was, like I said, I'm looking to keep things simple. I want to have processes. I want to be able to pull our launches off the shelf and kind of rinse and repeat. But what I also realized this year as we brought on more team members is Now I'm less of a doer and I'm more of like, let's make a plan. And I'm more of the visionary in the sense of this is where the company is going. And so what I've learned, especially this month at the time that we're recording this in December, is that planning is so crucial. And for example, you and I are planning to take a good 12 days off work. And for anyone listening, please know that that's not just something that happens when you click your fingers. Like this has taken deliberate planning to even make this a reality. And what I mean by that is figuring out 
who's going to do all the marketing pieces, scheduling all the marketing pieces, making sure the clients know about us taking time off, making sure the clients have a contingency plan should something happen, you know, personally figuring out our schedule. And I actually recorded a whole episode on this that you guys can go and listen to, but really falling in love with planning and getting things organized has been a huge lesson for me this year. Instead of just winging it, actually having a strategy. We have all of our launches mapped out for 2021. We have our revenue goals. We're planning for team and who we want to hire when we have marketing strategies. And for, again, some of you listening, you might be at the beginning of building your business and this might feel really overwhelming, but you can start to put some sort of a plan in place now. And of course you'll be tweaking and pivoting. There's things that we did or we planned for this year that definitely didn't happen. But I think a lot of creatives like myself think that a plan means you're not going to have freedom. You're not going to be able to um, do things on a whim at all, but that's absolutely, absolutely not the truth. And planning sets you up for success. And it actually provides more freedom and spaciousness because you know, there are certain things that are handled and then there's room for you to be more creative because you feel more free. You feel like you're not weighed down by all of the day to day. That's not streamlined or put into a process. Yeah, that's a huge, 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 huge lesson. That that, and it's another perspective shift, isn't it? That that people believe the opposite. They believe that that the structure takes away freedom. When you're totally right. When everything's planned, when you have a map, now you're not thinking um, and winging it day by day. You know, you've got the map and you can move. And because you've got that space, as you said, you can change. You can change your mind. Um, it's taking stuff out of your head and putting it on paper so that your head's free to perform to be excellent, um, which is such an amazing lesson. I bet you feel like you're talking to a completely different person, right, James? Well, when I think about, well, for both of us, when I think about when we first met um, or even when we first started working together, yeah, we're, we're both, um, we've both learned a lot and changed a lot for sure. And seeing the, you know, the changes in you um, have been incredible. And, and it really all comes down to, you know, listen, it's never about being this perfect human being. And I think that, you know, we will always fall off the horse and, and, and make mistakes, but it's about bounce back. And it's about, you know, recognizing that and unapologetically saying, yep, okay, you know, that was, I could have done better and I'm going to learn from that. I think where a lot of people fall short is that they make themselves so wrong for making mistakes that it takes them so long to bounce back. And then there's no forward progress. Whereas you've learned to bounce back so quickly that it's never a problem making a mistake. It's just like, oh, fantastic. There's another thing that I can improve on. And that's life. And, you know, we, we forever get to adapt and grow and change and, and, uh, and be better. Um, and yeah, I'm very proud of you and very proud of both of us for just continuing that journey to be, to be the best that we can and adapt the best we can and, and live our lives the best we can. And that's all we can do. Right. Yeah. Thank you. I'm proud of you as well. So take us home. What's your final lesson? So the final lesson uh, is, I think, a really important lesson from 2020 that I hope and pray that people take really seriously and move on with because it's always important. Um, I mentioned bandwidth earlier and how this year has been a threat to our emotional um, and energetic bandwidth because of the, you know, the intensity of um, conversations in the media, in social media, um, with, you know, all sorts of things happening in the world that, uh, have created judgment 
and fear and anxiety, um, that that's something that we've got to be cautious of. Um, and so my, my lesson is to limit or eliminate distractions that compromise your state. Now, this doesn't mean put your head in the sand and pretend that everything's hunky-dory and we're all okay and there's no COVID and there's no other political things going on. It's all, and I'm just going to pretend it's not going on. I'm not saying that. I think it's important to have an awareness of what's going on in the world. But at the same time, you know, allowing your state to be sucked into a place of um, victim or, or pace of, of where you aren't able to perform at your best, you're becoming part of the problem, right? I think that it's really important to understand that your goals, your purpose in this world is, has always got to be your priority and that you can only be of service by living in that way for everyone else around you. Um, you know, Emily, we've, we've experienced people who, you know, have said to us or you know, indirectly posted, you know, um, when we've been sharing stories of our clients that have been doing so, so well in creating their businesses or running their businesses that have said, Oh, I can, I can, I can bear the thought of, of working on me and being, and trying to be successful when there are so many people suffering in the world. And that makes me really sad because, you know, Working on yourself and your goals and your purpose isn't disrespectful to those that are suffering. In fact, you know, if you, if, if you could think how those people who, you know, have had terrible things happen this year and haven't had the opportunity to better themselves and, and grow and perform because of tragedy, what would they think if they knew that you had the opportunity to move forward in your life and, and, find success and not allow 2020 to take you down and you didn't take it because you felt guilty. I don't think that they, they would be very, uh, very happy with that because I'm sure that they would love that opportunity. So, you know, think of it like this. If everyone in the world just tried their best to be their best, then you'd have uh, a world full of people that rather than judging what they should or shouldn't be doing, what others should or shouldn't be doing, they would be curious as to what can we do? What can I do? And how can my example be an example to someone else who doesn't think it's possible or doesn't think that they have permission? I think this is a really important lesson because as the years you know, come to us in the future, we don't know what's going to be thrown at us. We don't know what challenges the world's going to face. But like I shared earlier, the one thing you always have control over is how you respond to it, the actions you take, and then understanding that you have a level of influence. Every act action that you take, every decision that you make um, is, is being watched. And you can be a shining example of what is possible and be a shining example uh, to those who feel scared and anxious that they that they can't move or breathe right now so how do we do this by being very conscious about what you allow in to your world from social media to the news to even people that are that are toxic be conscious of it um, because part of developing your emotional physical bandwidth is recognizing how much you have and the things that may threaten that I think this is a really important subject for this year because we don't know what's going to happen next year. But, you know, I have a vision that the, the, 
the world is becoming more conscious of how we can better ourselves. And that can only be a good thing for the leaders of the future um, and society's future. And so um, I feel like that's a really important lesson uh, to take forward. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that reminder as well. And I know that in particular, one of the things that happened for you this year was there was a three or four day period where your phone didn't work at all. And you were telling me that it was actually a blessing to not have that. And you realized how addicted you had become to your phone. Yeah, what a lesson. And I, I'm pretty good with my phone. And Emily will tell you, I'm, you know, I turn my phone off at a certain time of night. I'm pretty good with it. But when my phone stopped working and then you know i so i i I put in for a new phone but that phone was going to take a few days to get here i had a good four and a half five days without a phone um and i i survived my arm didn't fall off right (laughs) it was all good and uh, i realized that you know if i needed to check my emails or any of those things i had my computer had my laptop but what it did is it made me realize that i i had i could be i could have been better with how much I was using my phone, right? I could have been a lot better. And it brought me, brought me right back to the moment more often. I was more present. I was more aware. I had more bandwidth. Um, and it made me realize that with the tools and the, op- and the, you know, the flood of information that we have access to, it's a huge gift of the modern world, right? We have more opportunity for, for developing ourselves than ever. We have more access to information than ever. And that's a wonderful thing. But that comes with a huge amount of personal responsibility. That just because it's available doesn't mean we have to gorge on it. That if we are intentional with the information that we truly need in that moment to to move forward, um, then that's that's a wonderful thing that we can use rather than letting it use us. Thank you. Love it. So let's go ahead and sum up. Will you share your five, again, your top five lessons, just the one line Mm -hmm. so people can recall. And before you do that, I want people to really listen to just the quick one-liner of what we shared. And if there's one that stands out to you, I want you to commit to taking some sort of action on it. So putting it into practice, um, exploring it a bit further, asking yourself powerful questions around it, because this is not just about being inspired by the this episode, we want you to implement one of the things that we've taught. So James, what were your five? So my five lessons to just summarize were number one, get clear on your goals and your purpose. Number two, identify your qualities for showing up at your best each day. Number three, plan a regiment for generating and maintaining your energy. Number four, identify your lane and stay in it. And number five, limit or eliminate distractions that compromise your state. Great. And mine are number one, be willing to pivot. Number two, keep it simple. Number three, you get what you pay for. Number four, the sooner you learn to have difficult, honest conversations, the better. And number five, planning is everything. So we are so excited for you to take some action after listening to this. And we'd love for you to share what that action is. You can tag us on Instagram. You can email us at info at iheartmylife.com. 
but we want you to take some sort of action towards your goals and towards your next level. So we truly believe that every challenge and everything that we go through is in service of all of you so that you can reach your goals faster, have more joy in your life, improve your health, all the things that we all want, make more money, right? So take this information and apply it in your life and business. Is there anything else you want to say, James? No, I think that's it. I think it's, um, you know, really just comes down from being really intentional, right? And, and deciding, you know, how you want to show up and what it is you want your 2021 to look like and, you know, taking some intentional action towards that. Awesome. Thanks, James. We'll look forward to talking to you soon. I hope you loved this episode as well as part one in episode 165. And like I said, we would love for you to take action. We'd love for you to implement some of what you've heard today. And go ahead and email us at info at iheartmylife.com to share all the ways you're going to be taking action and moving forward with your dreams and creating a life that's better than your dreams. We truly do want to hear from you. And if you know someone who needs this episode, go ahead and share it with them. We'd really appreciate you spreading the word. Until next time, I'm Emily Williams. Thank you so much for being a part of the I Heart My Life show. I'll talk to you soon. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.